Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. I hope I believe you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We're going to do the rest. Uh, what, what do I mean? What's the rest? Well, I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain, whatever's got you tossing and turning, whatever uh, serious thinking you have going on. I'm going to distract you from that uh, by telling a story. Tonight is a rending ruse day reditation. So I'm going to record a, a story based on what's uh, going on on Reddit. Uh, and, and the story is going to it's going to start out. You'll be like, okay, this intro is taking a while. And this guy, this guy he's a pleasant, sounds like a pleasant enough, uh, you know, but odd chap. As they, that's what they like to say to me about it. That's what they say about me in England, I believe, when I make it up. When I say, I'm, I, I'm here to uh, date Mary Poppins. Hello. And then they say, we're calling the bear. Uh, what do they call them? The bobbies? I don't know. Uh, but anyway, that's not. See, so I'll go. That's how this podcast works. So I'll do a sides like that. And you'll be like, I don't know. Did that? Am I tired or did that not make any sense? And then as the podcast goes on, I'll make some, you know, the story will make some turns. And you'll be like, well, huh, that was based on what would seem like sensible physics, but it's still. Uh, defies logic, even though there's some logical structure to it. Oh, wait, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually dreaming. I'm asleep. I guess that podcast did put me to sleep. Or wait, am I in, is this a podcast? I don't know if this is a dream or the podcast. But I'm snuggling in bed. I feel like I'm sucking my thumb, but I'm not. We're kind of like the thumb sucking of podcasts. In, in a sense, uh, very thin, like, you know, very... A precarious sense, like, you know, like they say, hey, don't suck your thumb. But it's like, well, I suck my thumb for comfort. You got uh, you got anything else to comfort me? Yeah, you, you'll be punished if you don't stop. Well, no, but I suck it, you know, re- recreate the safety I felt in the womb of your, you know, your your endless omnipotent love. If you, if you don't stop sucking the thumb, we're going to throw you out of the house. Well, mother, okay, um... But on this podcast, I won't punish you for, you can pretend, ideally I'll bring you one uh, billionth of the comfort of sucking your thumb, but without any of the downside. And usually that part of us as an adult or or on the person on the verge of adulthood or someone that's supposedly adult according to, uh, you know, record, you know, the... the, uh, what do they call that? They check it out. They come to your house, the government, um, a survey, a census. According to the census, you might be an adult, but you might be an emotional youth, tween, male, male tween, as I like to. Uh, well, I don't. I guess I don't like to brag about it. Hey, hey, how you doing tonight? Yeah, it's a quite a hell. Hey, this music's pretty good, huh? You know, uh, what's your name? Oh, really? Oh, what do I? Well, I'm a tween, a male tween. I don't look like I'm a tween. You're laughing uncomfortably because, uh, no, but it's true. Emotionally, I'm stunted, so I'm a tween. I'm the, uh, oh, bye.
Uh, so that's like the, the, the podcast. I, I don't even know. I think I might have just uh, gone. I might have fallen asleep, in it, but my mouth was still moving there. But that's what this podcast is. I tell a story, take some turns, I take some twists. I try to be lulling. I try to be gentle. I try to, uh, you know, uh, one, one of the uh, one of the benefits of being weird is I don't really have to try to be funny. I just got to be my be myself, and then you're like, oh, that's funny. And uh, so that that I got that going for me. In some in a in a, in a podcast in a podcast sense, I got that going for me. So that's it. I'll tell a story. It'll be mostly a little bit dull, and and you just listen. The key thing is I'll be distracting the parts of you that are pestering you uh, so you can slip off in a dream. You don't have to listen to it. You just kind of listen to me, kind of. Uh, like a TV you're droning on in the background, on a channel, on a channel where there's no chance of anything being interesting. Like, you know, some tough guys, but I never watch that Oprah channel, whatever, own. I never... But you never know, you turn it on, you might say, you know, they say, uh, you know, you might be some tough guy. And then they're like, uh, next up on own, using doilies as a defensive weapon. And you say, well, wait a second, did they say you could use doilies in self-defense? Because I've always thought about that. In this podcast, it'll just be a guy saying doily. And you'll say, he's saying doily in self-defense, but I know they're not really, He even if he connects them it's not going to be, so that's the podcast. I don't know. It's a doily, a defensive doily against the things that, you know, cause insomnia. You know, they they think they're going to get through my dullness and lullness, but they're not. They say, oh, that's doily. It's nothing. I'm going to knock this. Wait a second. Yeah, it's a guy, uh, this doily's kind of, I think I'll lay here instead of bothering Bert tonight about that big report tomorrow and, uh, all those failed relationships and the fact his beard's turning gray. I'm just going to lie here in this doily and not pester him tonight. So that's it. We're a podcast to put you to sleep. That's what I should have said about 10 minutes ago. Uh, but, but alas, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm both blessed and cursed with the ability to talk and, you know, not go anywhere. Uh, a male tween that talks about defensive doilies. Uh, that is this podcast, but it's really a podcast to put you sleep. I hope it helps because I haven't been, you know, I sleep, I have sleeping issues sometimes. And that's why I do this podcast. All right. I'm glad you're here. Hope I help you fall asleep. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can comment on the website. You can get us on Facebook and on Twitter. It's at Dear Scooter. Uh, I would love to hear from you. If you want to help the podcast, keep up the good work. Those of you that are new, you might uh, you say, hey, I'm, not, I'm new. I didn't even do anything. No, no, no. You did. You came here. You listened. Uh, you say, you say yeah, clearly this guy belongs in some sort of asylum, but maybe a delightful asylum with like someone like Christopher Lloyd and Michael Keaton. And, you know, maybe he'd have pink pajamas with fuzzy bunny slippers and or something you say well i'm going to keep listening so keep up the good work those of you know keep coming back if it's working for you if you're enjoying it you know anything you know and, and those of you that have been spreading the word keep up the good work you know keep if you feel like if you hear someone and you say hey i think that person you know share the podcast with them that's all i ask that's going to really help the podcast 
Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm horrible at math. I have zero math uh, skills, but I can almost tell you with factual certainty uh, you know, that if 1% of you that are listening tell one person about the podcast, the podcast is going to be fine. Because, I, I mean, honestly, I don't know what the hell is going to happen with this podcast. I'm going to keep doing it. So I guess you don't tell anybody. I'll probably keep doing it. But ideally, you tell some people. Spread the word, and then I'll be like, "Whoa, whoa, he's he's on. He's not on the own channel. He's not on Oprah's channel. He's on, you know, uh, the uh, new uh, whoever the hell. I don't even know who who's the. He he's on the Bone Channel that they uh, show. They play at dog shelters, and some reason his voice makes the dog stop howling. So would you you believe that he was having a podcast to bore people to sleep? Enough people started listening that uh, ASPA, ASPA, CCA, or other, you know, vowel and uh, consonant dog and animal support places said, wow, this makes dogs just close their eyes in uh, resignation and not howl. So we gave him his, we had a cha- we had a network, only plays at shelters, but we didn't have any content for it. And then, you know, the rest was history until, you know, you know, until the dogs got sick of them. But, you know, that's, that's down the road. So that's it. I'm here to help you fall asleep. I think I was trying to tie it together somehow with one more point. Uh, but that's it. I'm glad you're here. Hey, hey, guys, this is Drew from Sleep With Me Podcast. Sorry to be uh, interrupting your regularly scheduled programming. I just wanted to give a heads up for anybody coming to the uh, meetup this weekend, uh, Sunday, April, is April, right? April 27th, uh, whatever, the last Sunday in April, which is a couple days from now. We're going to meet near the south. If you come in the south entrance, this is according to the customer service person, we're going to meet at the 40-foot Bliss statue. A, um, you can get a, I'll be wearing a, a you, 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 you might not recognize me, but I'll have on a, um, a, I'll try to, to, to if you get a hold of me um, on Twitter or Facebook, if you, I'll be at the Forty Foot Bliss statue at uh, at definitely at one o'clock. I might be. I'm gonna yeah, one o'clock. Let's. Oh boy, meeting me for a meetup is no cake in the park or walk in the cake walk in the park. But we'll be at the Treasure Island Flea Market. I'll be there. Uh, I have a shirt picked out. Uh, it's it's got blue. It's it's got blue and other colors. Kind of bright, not super bright. So I'll be there uh, at, at one o'clock at the Bliss statue. And if I need need be, uh, just look for the guy that doesn't look very comfortable, and that'll be me. And I hope to see you. But let me know you're coming. Uh, let me know you're coming if you can. Look forward to seeing you, meeting you, shaking your hand. Attempting to, I'm excited. I'm excited. Wow, I can't. I can't believe. So let me know you're coming. You know, you. I don't know what the internet situation is, but so I'll be at the. But that's it. I'll be at the Bliss Statue, one o'clock. Hopefully, I'll be there like twelve fifty-five ish, twelve fifty ish. Maybe you know, and uh, I'll, I'll be there. You know, probably till. I'll stay close to that statue for at least you know, till, till 101 
and then I'll assume no one's coming. No, really, I'll be there. We'll we'll do we'll we'll chat we'll chat we'll head over to wherever the hell the food trucks are. I've never been to this flea market, so that's it. I'll return you to regularly scheduled program. But some of you I'll see Sunday at the south entrance Treasure Island Flea Market Bliss statue, large forty foot Bliss statue. Google it. If you're lost, just ask someone. Where's the statue of Bliss and a man who who lives his life without any you know. Who, who one day may understand, you know, a modicum of bliss, but right now he'll be the least blissful man at the Statue of Bliss. Thank you for returning you to your scheduled programs. All right, I want to thank uh, Chris Posty Posterson from over at soundslikeanearful.com, uh, Scotty, who does all our music, Scotty and Jennifer, who do our artwork, I want to thank Authentically Emmy from AuthenticallyEmmy.com, who wrote or had a nice write-up about the part, who, who had some uh, nice things about to say about the podcast over at her blog. So thank you, Emmy. Uh, and uh, and I want to thank the person that told her about the uh, podcast, Lucy. Thank you so much, Lucy, for uh, keep up the good work, as we say over here. I also want to say hi to Zem Dude, Emily, a.k.a. Emmy. Uh, uh, Denise's Pieces, who had a, who said praise Beyonce about this podcast. Thank you. Good old Babs, good old Babs, the link master, uh, Sheila, uh, emails. We got one email. I'm going to come back to that one. I want to thank Patty. I want to thank Logan. I want to talk about that from summer. I want to thank Jeffro, Florida for the iTunes review. Thank you so much for that nice review. Uh, I want to say hi to Sarah Joe from Facebook, and then thanks Silvertone, Faye, Bonnie, Alexandra. Uh, right now, I'm going to do this Periscope thing about five minutes. Unfortunately, it looks like you can only look at it on a computer or an iOS device. So if uh, uh, the thing is, I don't know how the hell to live stream from a closet, you know, other than this app. Uh, so, but if you're crushed, I'll try to upload it to YouTube. If you're hurt or crushed that, uh, you couldn't be at this Periscope that I already, that I'm doing. I'm sorry. I'll try to figure out something. They're supposed to come out of the Android app at some point. You know, tell them, complain, you know, be like, what's up, man? Uh, okay. One thing. Hello. Hello. Am I on time? Yeah, right. Come on over. Hello. 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 Uh, Ray is here to say happy birthday to one Samantha, a.k.a. Sammy, from uh, Scooter, myself, and uh, a young man named Aaron with two A's. A uh, very nice uh, of you, Aaron, to uh, reach a happy birthday to you. Ray says happy birthday to you. Ray knows Sammy, sweetheart. Knows to have a plan and have another plan to have fun too. Happy birthday from Ray. Thank you, thank you. Oh, happy birthday. Uh, thanks, Ray. See ya. Um, uh, thanks. That's uh, happy birthday, Sammy, from uh, the podcast and her boyfriend, Aaron, or fiance, I believe, Aaron. I hope that's someone. I hope I'm not screwing that one up. And then uh, algorithmic. I apologize to everybody that algorithmic has not come out. 
Summer said, did I miss it or what's up? I have had the worst case of uh, creative block on this thing. I sat down to work on it. And so I'm going to redouble my efforts to uh, get this thing done. Every time I'm like, I can't. I think it's uh, choking. To be honest, straight up, it's like, okay, well, I built this up and now I want it to be perfect. Because, I mean, I make up stupid songs all the time. Uh, This one just has to be stupid and decent. So I promise to work on it before the next series starts. Uh, So get algorithmic done, then get back to work on the new series. So I apologize for that delay on algorithmic, and uh, thank you all for your support, Uh, and I'll talk to you later. I mean, like right after this. All right, so it's uh, Rending Ritter Ruse Day. It's Saturday night. It's Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. it's really Saturday night. It's 8.42 p.m. I'm, a, I'm turning my phone on. I'm going to pause in and get on Reddit here. Now it's 8.43. What's the date? 18th or 17th? I don't know. Hmm. I still don't. Oh, 18th. Right, I'm, I'll be right back. All right, so I got a... Uh, I got the uh, pictures taken, screenshots, shotted. Your screenshots, they're a little, that's strange. My screenshots are blurry. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is bizarre. Or was my eyes blurry? Now I'm looking at something else. I wonder if that's, I opened it in photos instead of a gallery. Bizarre, weird. Has anybody ever heard of that? Uh, someone get uh, Johnny's screenshot on the phone here because, uh, okay, so tonight's a rending Ritter Ruse day. And I got these screenshots pulled up, you know, because we're going to do. And uh, what is this? Twitter update. I don't know what the hell's going to go down with Twitter because I checked either this morning or yesterday. And I figured out if you click in the search, you can look at what's trending, but it's different size fonts and stuff with like descriptions. Uh, so I don't know what what'll uh what our future with trending Twitter Tuesday is. I mean, I'm sure there's trending lists everywhere, but you know, it was like such a. I really like I like doing Reddit too. The problem is Reddit. You know, Twitter in some sense is uh, like you never know what you're gonna get on Reddit, and that's good and bad. But you know, I really don't want to read anything. You know, it's going to keep anybody up at night. So sometimes I'm like, oh, man, I'm now, I have to censor some. But with Twitter, it's like it never censored it. Cause, but it could have like during the NFL season, like I said, it could have Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, Romo, Tony Romo. And, you know, it makes me have to think on my feet. But Reddit does that too. But, you know, think. speaking of thinking on my feet, I was thinking about this story I heard. Uh, you know, I guess in, in some sense, uh, a fairy tale. Uh, what was that? What was that? Uh, I, I mean, uh, I guess, yeah, fair. I mean, not, um, I don't know. Now that I, I deal in fairies one day a week, I'm like, well, it's not a related to pick, it's not a pixie tale, so it doesn't have fairies in it. So, is it a fairy tale? Uh, but it's a story, you know. It, uh, it, 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 not a famous story. One day it may, uh, be a famous story. It probably needs a new title. And, but I'm not one, you know, I, I deal in, in dullness, so I can't be, 
you know, being like, okay, well, you know, brainstorm. Let me call in my team here. Uh, you know, let me call in the branding agency. You know, we need a, we need a flashier title to this. You know, I have eleven million dollars to spend. Do you think you could come up with a flashy title for this? Uh, and they'd be like, yeah, sure, oh yeah, we'll, we, you know what, we'll do it for ten million. Oh boy, but today must be my lucky day. Ten million dollars just to rewrite a name of a title in a slightly, you know, and say, oh yeah, this word it doesn't even exist. We took a Greek word and a Roman word, and mashed them together, and be like, you're kidding me, and that only cost me ten million dollars. You guys are, you guys are brilliant for coming up with a company to do that and charge money for. Anyway, I don't have anything against branding or branding companies. I'm just telling you that, you know, branding people will say, well, that's the title. And the title of this lovely story is called The Present Hider, right? Present Hider, Present Hider. Is it a double entendre? Uh, I don't know. I'm not not, uh, at liberty to say because the story hasn't started yet. Is there a spoiler? And I'm debating this, but I said, well... Should I spoil it? Should I tell you who the present hider is right up front? Like, uh, a la, you know, non, you know, a linear story that is then told in a non-linear fashion, built linearly, told non-linearly. Uh, but, you know, oh, but wait a second. Your stories don't always make sense. Yeah, but they're usually linear-ish. So I say, well, in the tradition of in the tradition of doing, I try to do stuff different every time. I'm going to spoil it and tell you the uh, who the present hider is. Uh, but I'll tell you what, the people in the story aren't going to know. So don't spoil it for them. But the present hider's Orange Lux. And you guys might remember our friend Orange Lux. She's a uh, she was a deciduous forest elf. I think I forgot. You know, I, I said when I heard this story. This was a, um, what type of elf was this, uh, knocking on my door? You guys know, you guys heard about my knocking. Me and my dog, that's what we do Saturday night. You know, we'd be doing it right now if I wasn't recording. We listen to knocks. We, you know, sometimes, I don't, I don't think I said this last time, sometimes we make fun of it. It's like, you know, some people, people watch, and you say, look at the hat on that fool. You know, oh boy, you wearing cargo shorts there? You got any cargo in those shorts, buddy? Because I'll tell you what, you won't be dating anyone. You know, a lot of people do that kind of thing. Uh, me and my dog, you should kind of show you a little behind, you know, inside baseball behind. You know, we, we do that with knocks. And you say, you say, no, that's not true. Well, believe it. So, we, you know, you get, nowadays... You may know, call it niching down, or, or what some people might call it a fetish. It's not no non-sexual knock. There, there is knocking community sexual, sexualized, fetishized. That's fine. I don't have any pro or well, actually, huh? No, I did write a, some erotic fiction one time. The knocker always knocks twice. Now that was a double entendre. Uh, wasn't the knocker always knocks twice? Oh no, that was a sexual poem I wrote about a door knocker. We're also a double on, was that triple? Double entendre or triple, I don't remember. But yeah, so, I guess I do have a bit of a knock, you know, because a knock at a door, they could, um, 
fire up the old anticipation neurons, you know, if you're expecting a sexual interlude and then you hear a knock on the door and you say, hey, the door is open, my dear. And they say, my door is open. And then your dog says, you're imagining there wasn't a knock. Oh, that's This is last night. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then they say, sorry, I didn't want to have to. You don't want to look at my uh, groin area. I don't want you looking at that dog and shaming me. And they said, well, should I put on the night? You know, I've downloaded some new, you know, I went to, oh, yeah, this was the point I was going to make. There's a gray market black, it's not a black market because knock recordings aren't illegal. But yeah, me and my dog, we download knocks, we listen to them. And we, we, I, got, I had got my hands on some uh, Eastern European knocks, which I was like, huh. And you, again, this is, wow, well, i kind of going off track here, but you could really, you know, it's a genre of, uh, what is a pastime, I guess, a hot, ha, ha, what was that called? I was going to say hobbit, but it's a hobby. You know, you could say if you're like, in, if you're a, a contractor, you might, you might, your, your knack pleasure would come and be like, oh, we could, you know, I called up my, my chat room. I called up knock boards. That's a fake, you know, you guys don't try to find it. Uh, knock board enthusiasts. And I said, hey, I got these Eastern European knocks. I, you know, they were smuggled out of the former, uh, much long ago, former Soviet Union now. Eastern, and they said, well, what country? I said, oh, I forgot. I think I deleted it. Uh, Anyway, and, and but a contractor might say, oh, what is that, a solid core? You know, but me and my dog, we just like to imagine. We just like to criticize the knocks. I mean, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we say, huh. You know, if you're having a knock party, again, another, oh, yeah, that was another erotic fan. That was knock party, what was it? Knock party. I think it was just called knock party. And that was erotic knock fan fiction. Very, uh specific genre um but anyway i got you know, we got to get focus on the story here uh, so we're sitting around me and my dog koa we're listening to uh eastern european knocks and you know they say we say yeah we say, we say what was that that's a, you know we make fun, you know say you know we say stuff like where'd you learn to knock like that the kremlin and my dog gives me usually she gives, if a joke flops like that she'll just give me you know you know how dogs give you that look like your joke flopped not I'm not you know giving a dog amused face this is my floppy dog your knock joke flopped face and then so then my dog will make you know uh, she just makes different looks and I said I said oh you're so right um, which I guess is sad in some sense. You know, then I guess it, uh, the layers of delusion, because then I'm like imagining what jokes my dog's writing about these knacks. Um, but we're having a blast. I mean, to put it simply, whew, I mean, you, you know, then you're trying to get as you know, you say you could imagine what, you know, say, you know, I don't know. It's tough to explain. You got to be a knack enthusiast. And I kind of feel like. Stuff to get across the uh, visceral joy of listening to a knock from around the world. Oh, wait, that was another. Oh, this is so. Knock heard around the world. That was another one I wrote. And Oh, no, wait, that was, that, that was Knock Party 2. Knock heard around the world. 
which was I did that was a ripoff of uh, Break into Electric Boogaloo, or maybe more of a homage. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. I can't talk about it because it, it definitely would set me up for lawsuits, multiple lawsuits. Uh, when you find, you know, uh, that Thatcher Margaret. That's all I'll say about Knock Party Two, Knockered Around the World. Um. Anyway, okay, back way way off topic. So yeah, we're sitting around listening to Knox, having some laughs. Saying, you know, how much vodka did you have there, Boris? That's always good. You know, go-to cheap joke is to use the word Boris and vodka. Uh, or, you know, pro- proletariat. It's, I, that was another one to say, uh, what, what is it, bourgeois? What is it, pro- proletariat is the good, good guys of the... I don't know, I guess is it, maybe I need to work. But I'd say, is that bourgeois? My dog would say, she'd shake her head. That's when we're really rolling. And I think we were in, I guess I forgot what the game was called, proletariat or bourgeois. Probably what I said, that might mean the same thing. I don't even know. That's where, you know, again, I'm, you know, I, my my hobby is listening to Knox. I'm not a freaking historian, uh, you know. This isn't the Howard Zinn cast. Uh, though, uh, if I did have, if I could get my hands on some celebrity Knox. Oh, yeah, that was a nice celebrity Knox. Uh, um... Yeah, I, I think I sent that one. That was a manuscript I sent to uh, Harlequin. And then their lawyer sent me some package. I don't even know. He said multi, one of those multi-jurisdictional things. I said, okay, I guess uh, so. celebrity knocks aren't your cup of tea. Uh, so anyway, we're listening to these knocks. Enough about the knocking. Jeez, you're driving me crazy. I know I can't, I can't help it when I, I get up. You know, I'm obsessed with it. Okay. Uh, but anyway, listen to the tape, and I do a do. I said, "What a second! What was that? It was like a staccato knock." And my dog did that. I lifted her head up. I said, yeah, "And we, we nice enough to put them in little tiny MP3s. So you just can't go. You don't got to rewind. Just go back." you know, four seconds. And, uh, and then again, I said, well, that sounded different, but it was the same. We double check. I said, no, that's, uh, whatever the hell, I don't know. It was some, this person had named the Knox. I think they called that a frock. And I said, that doesn't sound like a frock. And I said, and I kept listening. And then I said, and then my dog like really sat up straight. I said, oh, I better pause it. And then that's when I heard Boom, 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 boom. And I said, what are the odds that two times in a row when we were listening to knocks, there's a knock at the door. It was a real knock, real life, RLK. So it was RLK, like a real life knock. Now, the only downside of when you're a knock enthusiast and you pause your knock recordings is you can hear people talking about the fact you're listening to knocks or that they were yelling that you were putting playing your knocks too loud. So my neighbor's like, there's no mercy with these fucking knocks, you fucking knock. What the fuck? And then the next door, you know, a couple people, uh, you know, people down the street say, but then luckily the one guy that lives across the street who happens to be uh, scary loves knocks. Just happened, I got him into knocks. So he says, all right, right. And then they, everybody shuts right up. He said, I'm listening. 
And he said, was that IRK? I said, hell yeah, or whatever, RLK, man. And he said, uh, he said it was a light, light, but mass, high. He goes, you got to tell me about the mass of those. And I said, I got to get up. And and then one more knock, that guy fell silent. My neighbor, uh, what was his name, Jerry. And so I go to the door, I, I, I you know. And I say, yeah, it did sound like a small hand but ma- with mass. And I said, that's strange. So then I open the door and at the foot of my, like I said, my back door is my front my front door. Technically, it's a back door. It uses a front door, so it's my all door. I open it up, down two stairs, one, yeah, two stairs to the ground is a present. And my dog comes, and I'm like, so this happened today. You know, I'm I'm acting like I'm on the Internet, you know, saying R-O-K. And, and she she's looks at me, what the hell, like, you think there's dog food or dog treats or something? And I said, and I said maybe. And so she sniffs around it, and my dog shakes her butt. You know, there's a song, Shake It Like a Red Nose. My dog is a red nose, and she shakes it like a red nose, I think. I don't know if I've ever read the lyrics to that song, but it's like, shit, shit. And I, I guess I always assumed it was about red-nosed uh, dogs, red-nosed pit bulls, because my dog's red nose, and she shakes it. She shakes her rump, her ass, also her head, but she shakes her ass like, uh, you have to see his belief. And obviously, you know, I've eroded uh, any um, authority, because if you're not a knock, you're like, oh, this guy with his fucking knocks. Uh, you know, I I can't believe he's still talking. So anyway, she and I say, huh? I say, you know, hello, hello. Who was knocking with their tiny, massive hand? You know, I my neighbor. You know, I'm supposed to inquire. And then I'm like, huh? Interesting. There's no, you know, no sign of anything. And I say, should I be wary? Like when, like a snake coils up a tree. Is there? And I say, and then I do an enemy. Internal enemy check. I say, okay, who's out to get me? And then it's like, okay, well, that's a limit. Okay, you need to narrow it down from, you know, almost everyone who's out to get me today. Okay, it's still a pretty big list because you did, said that to them. Okay, now you, you did that today. Okay, who's out to get me in the land? Okay, well, all those people that heard those knocks. The people in the future, they listen to you talk about it nonstop uh, if they have a time machine. So that probably, okay, that gets rid of them. So, okay, well, okay, possible threat level, you know, okay, how much of this threat assessment is due to the fact that I'm over, you know, over hyper vigilant? Okay, yeah, that's a present, so. Yeah, probably, you know, low chance. And I say, what well, the dog, you know, when you're a dog? And I say, oh, yeah, my dog checked it, kind of. And then I said, well, why don't you just uh, kick the present with your foot, well, you know, not too hard in case it's like eggs or something, you know. And then it's like, well, my boy, well, who would give you eggs? That's a weird thing to put in. And I said, okay. Well, so I pushed the box with my foot. And then lo and behold, it's a bit heavy. And then I say, oh, is this one of these boxes that has a top that comes right off? So convenient. And then I look, and there's a little card that says scooter. And I go to, I'm like, about to take it off. And then my neighbor, Jerry, comes, the guy. He's like, who is it? What would you? 
And he's like, oh, you got a present there. And I say, yeah, Jerry, uh, Knacker, uh, N- K- KU, Knacker Unknown. He says, huh? And he says, will you update me? He's like, I'm told. He's like, I don't know if I'll be able to sleep tonight thinking about the mass. He's like, I got to go, you know, run some. He goes, I'm going to load up a spreadsheet and try to figure out if it's even possible according to my ears. And I said, you got anything else? I said, you got anything else you got to get off your chest, Jerry, because you look a little uh, agitated. He says, as a matter of fact, you know, as Eastern European, I'm worried about, you know, our access to strange knocks. He said, you know, members of Congress, most of who can't even secure their own websites. Some of them don't even use email or trying to force a dangerous cybersecurity bill down the public's throat. Everyone's privacy is in the hands of of people who, by all indication, have no idea what they're talking about. And I said, Jerry, that is incredibly interesting, but I have a giant present here, and you have a spreadsheet on knock physics to work on, so good night. And he said, um, and he was gone, as, as swift as a knock. And then, but then as swift as a knock, he was back. He said, oh, I forgot one thing. I said, you want to see what's in the box? He said, it's private, maybe. You know, just in case, he said, oh, did you order some of your own, you know, knock uh, erotic fiction? I said, and I said, what is it, Jerry? You might obviously have something else. And he said, oh, my mom sent me this photo of a pit bull and a chihuahua who got adopted together. I want you to see it. Uh, it reminds me of your dog. And they pulled it. Of course, he had his mom had had it airbrushed on a T-shirt. And I said, wow, that's so cute, Jerry. Wow, almost as uh, disturbing as the one with the, uh, you know, almost as disturbing as the one of you and me as caricatures that I wasn't present for where, you know, I'm on your shoulders. That I have to, you know, and I I said, it's very cute, though. Chihuahua and a pit bull snuggled up. Airbrushed on his shirt, his and he said, "I said, okay, I gotta go." I mean, you gotta go. He said, "All right, bye." So then, finally, I'm like, "All right, I gotta get this present open to see what the hell's in here." So I walk around the box, I push it again, and I'm like, "It's really heavy. It's moving strangely." And then I say, "Uh, this reminds me of a Winston Churchill quote." You know, he always said you can count on Americans to do the right thing after they've tried everything else. Why don't I just try flipping the lid and diving like, you know, like I'm diving from a car on an 80s action TV show. So I did that. Nothing came out of the box. I said, and I look inside the box and there, there was an older elven, uh, elven uh, man in there. Now, again, quick, I don't have all day, cause, but uh, you might say, like, uh, Lord of the Rings elves? No, no, no. Uh, you know, before Lord of the Rings, these elves are kind of like, um, well, I guess like uh, Christmas elves. But obviously, there's more than one species of elf, clearly. And, you know, so these are more similar to your northern pole elves. Like I said, Orange Lux was familiar. She was a deciduous forest elf. She left the deciduous forest, I think. And I also forgot what deciduous forest meant. I think the leaves fall off the trees is what that means. 
And this looks like a deciduous forest elf, uh, but very old and, and terrible. And I said, uh, I said, man, what are you doing in there? And he said, surprise. And I said, what is this, like a uh, some sort of weird elf stripogram? Because I want no part of it. Like I'm not, well, I'm not a man right now. I say, well, this isn't my thing, man. This isn't my bag. You know, I'm sure there's people, you know. And he said, no, 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 I'm a storyteller, true storyteller. And I said, why don't you come inside? We'll have a cup of tea. I said, do you listen? He said, no, no, I've been listening to you go on about that. It's been driving me crazy. And I was like, well, did you knock on, was was that you? And he said, wouldn't you and Jerry like to know? I said, yeah. So I said, well, let's go get some tea or something. I said, what do you drink? Do you drink tea? He said, well, it depends on what you have. I said, said, well, you're a guest, I I suppose. So I said, I have, um, uh, I don't even know. I'll be honest with you. I freaking, I said, I I said, I have chalk tea. And he said, what's that? And I said, I don't know. I think it was in a story I told once. And he said, well, I'm here to tell you a story. I said, well, start telling it. I'll, I'll uh, you know, uh, you know, this is straight out of like a, a, a story itself, you know. We're only missing like thunder and lightning. But there's a brisk chill in the air. So I fired up the old, uh, uh, what the hell, the stove, gas stove, and it went, and then the water kettle, but well, I don't own a kettle, so it was a uh, pan. But it still made that cooking noise. That can be so comforting when you. And I said, "Well, what's your name?" He said, uh, "He said I'm Spackle, Spackle the Elf." I said, "Well, you know, I knew you were an elf, deciduous forest elf, right?" He said, "How'd you know?" I said, "Well, you guys all wear that one outfit that you have on. I just remember it from the story about orange locks." Uh, he said, who? And I said, never mind, not a fictional character, not real like you. And I said, well, yeah, I said, oh, boy, this could be a transverse plane problem. And he said, what? I said, don't worry. But I said, it's weird that you're dressed in the outfits. And he said, we, and I said, you know, the uh, striped socks uh, in forest colors as opposed to Christmas colors. And, you know, the, the green and browns. I said, you got those triangle, you got those like triangle cutouts on your clothes. I can't tell if that's just a result of, I said, that's a, you know, deciduous forest elf colors. And I saw these are your, your spring and summer clothes. He said, well, yeah, we have a, oh, I said, I know, I know, all green. And then you got your autumn, autumn wear. And he said, wow, you, he goes, are you, and I said, you, I go, you look, no offense, uh, Spackle, but you look terrible. How old are you? Are you uh, an ancient keeper of the forest? He said, no, 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 I'm a young man. That's why I'm here. And I said, you don't don't look young. Um, And I said, "Uh uh-oh, did did I do something to the... I was like, it's one of these uh, things where I got to go back with you and save the elves. He said, he goes, if that was the case, we, you know, we'd be screwed. I said, well... Uh, you still want some tea, you know, because, you know, I could shut this off. He said, he said, it's true. I said, well, you're probably right. I said, it could be good to spin a tail, though. And he said, well, I have a tail already spun to be unspooled. And I said, well, hit me, man. 
And he said, okay, well, let me show you. He, he pulls out this a couple scrolls from his uh, waistband. And I say, you've been curled. How long have you been in that box for? He said, not, not long. And, and he, he, he unscrolls this one thing, and it's a map. I say, well, it's a map? He said, he said, oh, this is the wrong one. He's like, this is an ant, my ant. This is a map my aunt procured, a world map from ancient Greece. And I say, can I have that? He said, hell no. He goes, this is my, uh, you know, retirement map, she, you know, family heirloom. And I said, okay, well, probably the waistband, if it's, you know, I said, it might keep it safer. He said, well, elf sweat is a, a preservative. And I said, oh, yeah, I forgot you. You live in some sort of symbiotic relationship with the trees in the forest. Or do you? And he said, correct. And he said, you are a teller of tales, aren't you? And for a second, just a split second, I was pleased with myself. And then he let the, you know, he was he was one of those longer punchline. He goes, uh, yeah, if you could call, uh, he goes, uh, yeah, if you could call erotic uh, knock fiction, uh, story, you know, storytelling. And I just let that, I said, oh, kettle pot that's, you know, kettle, tea's on. And I fixed this, some tea, I spit in his tea. I'm, 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 I'm truth, truth telling. I spit in his tea. But I figured the boiling water, man, what if, well, anyway, I did. And then I put boiling water in it so I don't feel so bad. And then he, uh, spackle, he gets, he drops the other thing he had, scroll he had, and he bends over in front of me. And it's the first time I realized the bottom his his uh his butt has been the pant his pants have been blown away in a very cartoonish way where I could see his underwear, which was striped to match his socks, like a double very smart uh clothe ears of deciduous forest because I said, Well, if you lose your pants, your underwear will also be camouflaged. Stripes so now both uh, fitting in the elven, deciduous forest elven style, but also, you know, you, you won't be, it's not like red and, you know, so it was like stripes, brown and green stripes. And I said, my God, I see London, I see France, I see spackles, deciduous elf underpants. And my dog actually did laugh at that joke. So, you know, well, she she moved. And uh, then he said, he said, yeah, I know. He barely, he goes, I got confused with, uh, he was like a hunter or something, must have confused me with a, uh, some sort of forest creature. And I, well, technically you are for, he said, yeah. And he said, well, what happened? He said, he said it was a Winchester SXP and it had a faulty firing pin. And he said, it was crazy scary. And I said, yeah, it must have been faulty because it only blew away your pants. I go, unless this is still some weird sexual thing, you know, you know, not, you know, titillating only. And he said, no, 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 no. And I said, okay, but, but you know, I said, I, I probably have some, something. And I said, well, no. And I said, I could probably give you a pair of shorts. I have green shorts. And he said, that'd be great. And I said, well, let's get to the story already. I mean, geez, this is like starting to be like one of my podcasts. He said, what's a podcast? I said, never. We don't got time. I said, unless you're interested in listening to some Eastern European knocks. He said, uh, no, I heard enough. One's enough. 
And I say, freaking snobs, all of you. And, he, and I say, let's, let's, let's get to the story. He says, all right, let me get out my, uh, let me get out my meme. I said, meme? He goes, yeah. And he says, yeah, look at this, he goes, look, look at this thumbnail. And there's a little thumbnail sketch on the side of the scroll. Uh, I said, what is it? Is me mean something different in Elvin? He said, he said, yeah. And I said, is it like mission, Elvin, edict, map, map, Elvin? He said, don't worry about it. He goes, look here. He goes, this is a former deciduous forest. Uh, he started showing me all. It was a magical map, magical Elvin map edict. And he says, close. And I say, all right, magical elven map. And then something else with an E. And he said, yep, e- excellent. Of excellence, magical elven mapping. And he said, last words in elven. And I said, elven or elvish? And he said, anyway, look at these deciduous. And it was one of those maps. It was like a gif, a human gif. Or like one of those things they show on the news where it's like, oh, like the California water crisis thing. So show me all these problems with the deciduous forests. And I say, I say, oh, good gosh, I didn't realize that we were losing the forest. There. He said, no, no, that's the uh, deciduous forest elf population. And then I say, oh, great, great. and their, their population is plunging. I said, it's something to do with like some sort of, uh, what is that, Benedict? Reverse, well, I said, well, Benjamin Button in reverse, but that's normal. And I said, at a high speed, and he said, he said yeah, we're, we're sick. Our people are sick. And our population's been crashing everywhere. I said, oh, that's terrible news uh, to come and tell me. You know, me and my dog were enjoying an evening together. Uh, and you said, I, don't, I can't save you or you wouldn't want... He said, "Look at this," and they start showing me these mat, uh, these different pinpoints. And I say, well, "What the hell are those?" He says, "Those are present drops." And I say, "Present drops? So, huh, those sound wonderful. Where do I get it? Is it coming a dropper?" And I said, well, "Present drops, like you drop a drop of water, turns into a present. Does Santa know about this?" And he says, "No, no, no. Presents that were dropped." And he said, but that's a great idea. And then we we both of us, I got him off track. We were talking about present drops. I said, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if Santa just flew over a, a house with a dropper and he just dropped, dropped, dropped? I said, do you know what those sponges that grow into dinosaurs, they come in like a little pill? And he said, no, that sounds dangerous. Like kids would swallow them and then the sponges. And I said, yeah, yeah, that's happened to me. Uh, not today, but it is. And I said, but yeah, it wouldn't be, it would be. And he said, well, what if there was a fire? I said, well, they should be, be expecting Santa anyway. So it served them right. And he said, he said, this is brilliant. So we started writing on the back of his meme, but then it was erasing everything because it knew we were supposed to be focusing on the mission. So then I got a piece of paper and we were brainstorming this present drops. And I said, do you think, uh, I said, does Santa pay for this kind of stuff or does she just get us on the good boy list? And then we were discussing. I said, I didn't know elves, deciduous force elves, believed in Santa. He said, we don't. We're so jealous of you guys when we hear you. And I said, so you're living vicariously through me? 
And he's like, no, no, no. He goes, if this present trap thing is, for, you know, for real. He goes, get to your point about it. I said, well, will this get us on the good list forever or just for one year? Because that's kind of a ripoff if Santa can use this forever. And it's like, oh, yeah, 2015, you're on the good list. for the fr-. And then it's like, oh, no, you blew it, December 14th. You know, you pushed Spackle. That's it. You're on the naughty list. Spackle, you picked your nose and ate it. He said, no, I didn't. I said, you will. And he said, I've never even thought about doing that. And I said, see, I knew you will now. And uh, he said, I'll get you on the naughty list. And I said, you don't even, yeah, I'm a Santa expert. And he, then at some point, the, the meme, like, literally started banging itself on the table. And I said, oh, we better get back to the story you were trying to tell about the pre- present. What the hell? What was your story again, Spackle? And Spackle, then Spackle's like, it's funny you say that because he's like, we had this, uh, he goes, the first present we found, and he starts going back to the maps. He goes, this first one here. He goes, it was filled with re- human research uh, from uh, learning experts and child therapists and everything. And I said, do you guys have the equivalent there? He said, no, no, we were, you know, we're based in a force-based mythology. And he goes, it's all inclusive, science, religion, philosophy, all rolled into one. And I say, wow, so you, is that one class, like you only want, he goes, well, there's your problem right there. He goes, he goes, all these boxes, he goes, the box is full of stuff about ADHD. And I go, like human, uh, or is that some sort of, he goes, no, the human one. And I said, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. And he said, yeah, I think that's what it stands for. He said, it was about, uh, these studies said that kids with ADHD must squirm to learn. Uh, these studies says, and I said, Do studies say, and he said, I don't know. It wasn't about the, uh, and then, he, and, and I said, what about uh, English, like grammar? Is that included in uh, like a forest-based mythology, you said? And then he shook his head. He looked at my dog, Koa, and she shook her head. And I said, man, tough crowd. And and, and then I said, well, shri-. I said, why would there be a president of deciduous? I was like, did you know it was for you guys or was it some human dropped it? And he said, well, that's what I started. He goes, I started to wonder. And he goes, then we found four more and he showed me. And they were like kind of over all over the globe where the, 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 the swaths of the globe uh, that have deciduous forests, which would have deciduous forest elves, obviously. And he said, here, here, and here. And I said, well, what? I said, well, how the hell do you communicate? You know, that's the way the hell over there. And he said, that's like uh, one mile. And I said, what about that? But he said, well, that's pretty far. And he, I said, how? and he said, forest-based mythology. That's all. I, I said, oh, is that idea as good as present drops? And he said, maybe I'll share. I said, I'll give you 51% of the credit with Santa. And I said, actually, no, like, I'll let you live with me so you can qualify to be on Santa's list. I don't even know how many years you have to be in a human domicile to be. And he said, let's stay focused. And I said, okay, let me squirm a bit here. And he, he said, you're making me squirm. And he goes, yeah, thinking about your knock fantasy. And I said, I don't, 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 don't pile on me. 
Uh, and then he goes, okay, so those were, and then he said, now, this is the second wave of presence we discovered. But I said, I feel like I'm in a sci-fi movie right now. The way this, I said, is this a, a pixel vision or whatever the hell it's called? Uh, like Apple has retina, retina. Is this a retina meme? And he, and then I said, oh, from a, a, a mythology-based philosophy or whatever the hell he said. And he, he said, yeah, now we started to discover these presents. And uh, he said they had, like, stuff about, uh, uh, you guys, he goes, what? He said, he said they started to have all these news reports that would be current with your human stuff. Like, you know, he goes, these ones here. He goes, there was articles about how thousands of people in Germany were protesting against TTIP. You know, showing thousands of people marching in Berlin, Munich, other German cities in protests against a planned free trade deal between Europe and the United States that they fear will erode food, labor, and environmental standards. And he was showing me they were global. And I said, the same theory? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and I said, it's strange. He said, so it's like a human world is intruding and the deciduous forest elves, or it was a message, or I said, I don't, I don't get it yet. And he said, I know. He goes, yeah, we didn't either. We called a conference of our brightest minds. And I said, did they call you? And he said, no, no, not yet. And I said, I waited. And then that was my delayed punchline. I said, he said, yeah. Uh, you're hilarious. And he said, anyway, so they, 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 what is your brightest minds to determine? And he goes, he goes, we couldn't figure, he goes, we couldn't figure out. He goes, exactly where there was two camps. He said, one has said, well, this was a message to intervene in human affairs. And he said, we, we, so we could debate the pros and the cons of that, saying, well, is this environmental damage you guys are doing damaging us? You know, is it about, should, what, should we go to battle with a human? Should we figure something, you know, what should we do about uh, humans, the problem? And he said, or the other philosophy, was this some sort of reflection of how we're dealing with things? He goes, that was, can't be, like the elves are the problem. Maybe not the cause of the problem, but that our dealing with problems was a problem. And, he, and then I, he noticed I wasn't paying attention. I was staring at something. He said, what are you looking at? And I said, they, they, they came out with the second new Jurassic World poster. It's like two days till the trailer comes out. And he said, well, that's funny because he's like, uh, the first Jurassic World poster was the next thing. In these presents, he started showing me. And I said, huh. So I said, well, that's it because it's fiction, but it was humans messing with nature, that getting messed, messing things up. And I said, have you guys been messing with nature? Do you guys, do you guys have any theme parks? And he said, I said, no. He said, and I said, well, doesn't Jurassic World, from what you've seen, sound pretty cool? He said, yeah. And I said, what if you think they have one at the North Pole? Like, a, you know, do you think the North Pole is like a theme park? He said, I do. And he goes, I, I would like to think that. And I said, same here. I said, you think we'll get to go with this present drops thing works out? And he says, I, he goes, I don't know. He goes, do they have some sort of gulag there for guys like you where they say, yeah, come in and pitch your present drops idea. And then he goes, you know, the, all your strange things with your knacks and all. He goes, that's just a scratch on the surface of your disturbances, isn't it? And I said, 
Yes, it is. But my name, at least my name's not Spackle, so I got that going for me. And and he said, I feel like we're old friends. And I said, Yeah, we're the part. We're we're the present drop boys. And he laughed. I said, I, I've been waiting the whole night to see you laugh to know if I could trust you or not, Spackle. And now I know you. I you. I said you could be any kind of elf you want with that hearty laugh. And I also knew from all my knock expertise that that was a giveaway. So let me look here. I said you did knock at my door. Your hands are very. I held his hands in mine, small hands for because he was an elf, but very high mass. And I, I, I said I didn't want to ask. You know, I said well, I figure some sort of. You know, having to do, you know, evolutionary thing with being in the forest. But I said, that might have to be explained by some forest-based mythology. And I don't want to have a conflict with him over and over. And I said, maybe we should stick with the story at hand. I said, well, wait a second, back up, uh, Spackle. And he said, you're going to ask me why I'm named Spackle. I said, well... No, let's say I'm on point here. I said, when was your population dropped? Do you have some sort of, uh, was this before the presence or after? He said, oh, before. And then he did a historical thing. And I said, oh, it's okay. Uh, and I said, is it recent? I said, what's weird? There's like a, what do you call that kind of curve? I go, that's not a bell curve. Or a hockey stick, I said, it's almost like a rever- kind of rever- rever- plummeting. Pl- you're plummeting very fast. And I said, is that like a... And I said, I wish I had a, a forest-based philosophy or science knowledge, statistical knowledge to understand that. And he said, well, you don't need to because he goes, here's the next present drop here. And he showed me the next level of presence drop. And I said, well, what was in there? And he said, an album and a video game. And I said, uh, what what album? He said, I don't know. It wasn't labeled. And I said, oh, well, how'd you know it was an album? He said, took forever to figure out figure that out. He goes, we had to involve a, another human. And I said, other than me? And he said, yeah, yeah. And I said, what happened to that person? And he said, he said, you, you don't want to know. And I said, did they make a, a run for the North Pole? He said, no, no, no. He goes, it was a Keebler Elf type thing. And I said, yeah, I don't want to know. And, and then he, I, I said, uh, and he said, so we had these uh, album and the video game. And he said, uh, did you, do you guys ever constantly listen to an album while playing a video game? And now you like mentally connect that album with the video game? And I said, me? Yeah. I said, oh, yeah. I said, maybe more TV shows. Like, a lot of times I was playing, uh, I think it was like a Half-Life game and watching Deadwood. So I was like, for some reason I associate those two, uh, Deadwood and Half-Life. I was also drinking pretty a lot. So then when I, but I said, so maybe I don't, I said I kind of connect it, but then I want, yeah. Then I rewatched it. I said, "Oh boy, I don't remember this." But I was like, "Is it the drinking or the video game?" I say, "Yeah." And I said, "I guess." And he said, "Well, he goes, uh, he goes. We finally figured out that uh, he goes. It was some sort of metaphor. The video. He goes. We connected the game and the uh, the music, and he goes. It was associated it, and he goes. It was continuing along the theme." And I say, uh, well, what, what, what theme? 
And he said, the theme we've been talking about, about uh, are humans the problem or elves' reaction to the problem the problem? And I said, how come, isn't there, like, how come elves aren't the problem? And he said, we could be part of the problem. But I said, well, why can't you guys be like the humans, like the problem? And he said, he said, you just, and I said, no, 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 I'm, I'm just trying to be, I said, I know, I'm not trying to throw shade on you guys. He said, improper use of throwing, that's not how you, and I said, thanks, what are you now, the elf, pop culture elf? And he said, that actually is my job title uh, now. And I said, Spackle, the pop culture elf, Spackle and, uh, Spackle and Scooter. Present Drop Incorporated. Doo-doo-doo-doo. We're going to sell it. Hey, hey, Santa. I got a way for you to deliver presents. We're going to make your Christmas dreams come true. Me and Spackle. Dropping presents right from your sleigh now. Little drops become giant presents. You say, whoa, how? That's Christmas magic with me and you. We're doing it Santa's way. There's nothing we won't try to instill the essence of presence into a droplet. This Christmas, there's drops coming down full of presents. At this point, Spackle and my dog were just staring at me. And I said, sorry, sorry about that. I just got, I said, what do you think about that, Spackle? He said, Laverne and Shirley. He said, Shirley, you're crazy. And then we, we, I said, you want to watch Airplane? He said, yeah, but he's, let's get through. He goes, let's get through this next. He goes, the next trap was all these movies. And I said, okay, we're getting repetitive here, Spackle. Like, so was it movies about, and he said, yeah. And I said, so the movies, and he said, yeah. And he goes, a quick question for you humans. Uh, he goes, he explained to me like I'm five. And I go, five in elven years or human years? He said, it's the same. And I said, well, really? That doesn't make it. And he said, yeah, it does. And I said, whoa. He said, why is dialogue in movies whisper quiet and the gunshots and explosions happen in the damn near below your speakers? And I said, because uh, gunshots and explosions are loud. And he said, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I said, okay, let's 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 establish some things. Presence being spread around the elven, el, oh, wait, elven, deciduous elven forest population, deciduous forest elf population drop. Check, right? And he said, yeah. I said, uh Presence appearing with strange messaging, not so strange, nearly obvious messaging. There's a message contained in there. We can agree, and Spackle says, check. I can't agree on the message, whether humans are the problem of the, the drop in deciduous for self-population or the elves' reaction to the humans' problem-causing is the cause of the drop in the population. And then Spackle's eyes go wide, and he says, uh, slaps his mass-filled hand, not massive hand, on the table. Everything jumps. He says, that's it. He goes, that's the piece we've been looking for. And I said, what piece? 
And he said, he said, whatever you just said, he goes, there was something missing there. We didn't have it. And I said, wow, uh, you guys really can't see the forest for the trees, huh? And he said, what do you mean? I said, you need to roll that metaphor into your freaking uh, metaphorical, metaphorical philosophy. I said, what were you doing in that box anyway? Like, how long? And he said, I was reading Game of Thrones. Oh, I said, but that's smart to brush up on your pop culture. And he said, exactly. And I said, all right, so we got a we got a population drop. We got an elf named Spackle. And he says, check. And I said, now we're, I said, now we're getting somewhere, me and you, Spackle. And I said, we got unidentified presence. We don't know if uh, you guys don't know uh, how to deal with the population. I'm assuming war with humans, abandoning, going to space or, you know, cult-like attempt to go to space. That's not a real trip to space. Uh, you know, changing your ways to see if that'll work. Is that a panacea? I'm not sure if that's a word that I, or not. Uh, or, you know, you know, saying, hey, can can we elves help somehow that we're not? Or can we help first help our, those who help themselves? Those who can help, help them. I don't know, something like that. Am I? And he said, I knew we called on you for some reason. And I said, well, whoa, 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 that's a good question. I said, why the hell did you guys call on me? And he said, well, do you know any forest, deciduous forest elves? And I said, well, there's the elf nobody knew. I think that was Eldo the elf. And I go, do you know him? And he's like, no, he's a wood, that's a North Pole elf. And I said, well, how'd you know that? He said, it was in your dossier. And I said, as what? Like, that's one of my, uh, who I worship? And he said, eh. He said, don't worry, but keep going. He goes, do you know any other elves? I said, I think I know of one other elf. And he said, well, what's her name? And I said, well, how did you know it was a woman? And he said, uh, and I said, are you a villainous elf? Like, are you here? Uh, I said, why is your neck knock so dense? And he, he he turned ghost way. I said, I thought we were, uh, I thought, I said, I thought we were developing a friendship. And he said, I don't know who to trust. And he said, he pull, he pulls out the last scroll in his waistband. And it's a picture of me, somewhat like a, a mug shot with, uh, with written across it. It says, which hero is the true villain across the top? Which hero is the true villain? And then my picture. And it says, and why? And I'm like, dun, dun, dun. And I say, holy cow, Spackle, we're at impasse here. And I say, should I? I said, listen, I'm going to, I said, you know, I said, are we still going to be partners on this present drop thing? I said, can I use that as leverage against you? He said, unfortunately, you can. He goes, because I, you know, he goes, I, I said, I'll tell you what, I'll bake you some Christmas cookies if you promise not to try anything funny. I said, because it sounds like this is an important issue we need to work out, whatever this environmental stuff is. And this trade, I, I go, and maybe you have some force-based philosophy that could help the humans. And maybe I have some strange, kooky idea that's outside the box now that you're outside the box. 
that, and I said, or maybe you're just looking for a name. I'm not going to give it to you if you're on some sort of covert, uh, elven, you know, secret. Like you guys are just trying to shut down these presidents. I said, whoa, whoa, was this like Citizen Four? And he said, I don't know. He goes, it sounds like this story. And I said, this could be the first trending Twitter Tuesday cliffhanger. Uh, spackle, like you're spackling, like you started spackling the walls with story, but we didn't, you, you, it was impossible to complete with uh, the what we had at the hand. And he said, well, technically you talked about knocking for a very long time. And I said, listen, you're the one that might be here under false pretenses. I live here, so... I said, I will, you know, let me introduce you. I said, what if this story, when it gets wrapped up one day, next week maybe, uh, is uh, tied up in a nice bow that ends up in knock-based erotic fiction, solved a deciduous forest elf. Like, is it a sexual thing? Do you guys need something titillating? Because I have, you know, uh, that's a story. What did I say? The name of the celebrity not celebrity Knox, Fort Knox. How about that one? And then he was just looking at me, and I said, "Don't try anything funny, you know." Present, I don't like now that you're you're going to sleep in my place here. So you're on Santa's list now, permanently spackle, and Santa checks it twice, and knows which elves are naughty or nice that have entered the realm of humanity. And I go, so you might not be a human, but, you know, you know. and I said, you know, let me tell you about the Belsnickels and Krampus and all that in case you, and then I told him about that, and I knew he wasn't going to mess around with me. And, guys, a strange, unexpected turn of having a, a strange elf named Spackle rolling in my place ends up a story too big for one night so we're going to continue this in maybe a week the tale of the present hider uh which i don't even i don't present hider part one all right i'm glad you're here i hope you're asleep i never 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 would have thought a trending twitter tuesday thing would be a two-part trending twitter tuesday tale in two parts told to you tonight. Good night.